everybody. It's it's Ben with your only option on the internet. Um, uh, yeah, uh, hmm. How do I get into this? Um, if you listened to last week's show, I had I had uh, been hanging out with Chaz and Trav, and uh, they invited me to come stay in their frat house, and that was really cool. I was excited about that um and you know because it's much better than living out in the woods which is what i've been doing for several weeks and uh so um i was really excited to move into this new space and have my own space you know and feel like a person again not not like a you know some kind of animal out in the woods but um but i did i i made a mistake um you know, we and we discussed it during that show that I thought that maybe I could bring my pal Chip, who is a raccoon, um, to come with me to just stay in my room with me. Because it's nice to have, you know, a companion around um, just to sort of feel, you know, comfortable. You know, it, I didn't want it to be too much of a, of a difficult transition. So I brought, I brought Chip with me. And that was a mistake, um, because Chip is a wild animal, and he he bit several of the frat brothers, uh, including Chaz and Trav, and uh, uh, drew blood, um, and and possibly possibly caused some infections. Now, now, to my knowledge, Chip is not rabid. Not at all rabid. He is a just just a raccoon. He has never, you know, never caused any severe damage to anybody. There's no foaming of the mouth. He's not, you know, aggressive in that sort of ill way. But he's generally an aggressive animal, and so he caused some damage. And they just they just uh, said, I, "We can't, we can't have you and this animal." And I think to my to my detriment, I suppose, I chose to leave with Chip rather than stay by myself at the uh, at the uh, frat house. So, back out in the woods, it was a really nice experience. Those guys are great. I, hold, I harbor no ill will toward them whatsoever. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes stuff just doesn't work out. That's the way it is. Sometimes it does work out. Like right now, I have another guest for the show. I went out, ha- uh, looked around, found somebody who was not paying that close of attention to what was going on around him. I chloroformed him. I threw him in the back of my van. Threw is a hard, harsh word. It's more, you know, it's a, it's a lifting and pushing. Um, and now he is here. He is uh, fully awake, and I'm going to take the gag out of his mouth, and uh, he's going to introduce himself. So here we go. I'm going to grab the and just pull. It. <laughs> oh wow! Sup? Hey, I am Cy Hill. Cy Hill. Yep. That's that's your name, Cy Hill. Good, good. You know what? I think we may have met before. Is it possible? Probably. That maybe you're you're possibly a comedian here in. Uh, how do you know? I think I think we may have I think we may have run into each other before. I used to be in the comedy scene before this whole this whole thing happened. 
Um, uh, how you doing? Good. How are you? You feeling okay? Uh, I've been chloroform before. You've actually. been. You have. Yeah, and not necessarily. Like, so in high school, uh-huh. uh, I can't smell. Like, I have congenital anosmia, mm. which means I can't smell from birth. Oh and wow! Okay. My chemistry teacher didn't believe me. So oh. she had this big thing of like this big uh, beaker of ammonia that she passed around to everybody mm-hmm. to see if we like how it felt. Right. And so I wanted to prove to her I couldn't smell. So I took a big whiff and it got in my nose. All right. So then you did. I got a little bit dizzy. But you didn't you didn't pass out like fall over pass no. out. Okay. I wasn't that big of a It wasn't that big of a yeah. whiff. But you but you had the so it you didn't smell it though. No. It just, just felt like some weird stuff in my face. It burned though. You felt oh, that burning. Yeah. You really. felt burning. Is yeah. what you felt. Okay. Um, so that's an interesting little tidbit about you that uh, we get right up front. So that's good. I yep. think this is going to work out very well. Uh, again, sorry about the uh, chloroforming and everything. Although, I guess for you, since you have the uh, the the, ish, the, the Congenital anosmia. Anosmia? Yeah. Okay. Um, it wasn't that big a deal to you because you didn't smell it. Yeah. Because it doesn't smell. The back of the trunk's really comfy. Oh, yeah. Well, I got that. I got a lot of leaves back there. The subwoofer's oh. nice. Yes, I do have a sub. It doesn't. It's not plugged into anything, but I have a sub. <laughs> uh, I got that uh, back in the old days in the 80s when I had my first car. I had a subwoofer. Did it have rock wheels? Did it have rock wheels? No, it wasn't. That's funny. You're trying to... You're trying to comment on how old I am, and that's uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna mark that down on my little sheet. You're 25, right? 25. Very good. Very good. <laughs> okay, you're trying to bring it back, but it didn't quite work. Oh, nobody believes you. Anyway, um, so thanks for so far not calling the uh, you know authorities. You don't have any self service. You didn't. You didn't really try to run away. So I appreciate it's that. It's fun. It's fun. It's a neat little experience. It's something different. It's an adventure. Right? It's something new that we, you and I, get to do together, and uh, it, so it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to get, uh, you know, uh, kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm into it. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? What you do? Yada yada. Tell me. G- give me your story. So I'm a miserable college student. Miserable college student. Yep. I, uh, I'm from Raleigh. Like uh, I've lived there for the last 16 or 17 years. Mm-hmm. And I applied to NC State and UNCA. I knew I was going to get NC State because my grades were shit. Uh-huh. And then I applied to the UNCA because I used to do this uh, robotics thing in high school. Okay. And my friend's mom told my mom about UNC Asheville. And so I figured if I didn't get accepted into any colleges, my parents would be mad at me. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just apply to one that I could definitely get into. So I looked up UNC online. They said they had a 66% acceptance rate. And I saw the little banner picture for like their promotional stuff. It was all white people. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd get into diversity, and I did. Oh, see? Good for you. More diversity higher. You gained, you gained the system. <laughs> well done. I really shouldn't be here. No, like, my sh- grades are you're so fine. bad. Oh, my God. You're fine. Don't worry about I it. I don't feel like I learned a damn thing this listen, semester. Listen. Okay. So let, me, let me fill you on a little... Little trick. Nobody's grades are all that great. If you unless you're unless you're like a genius type, right? Everybody's grades are just fine. And it doesn't really <laughs> matter as long as you get the degree. If you finish, you'll be fine. They have a two point seven and I'm like this close from just 
being kicked out. Right. You're going to have to get it up to a three. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I actually calculated it. It's mathematically impossible to have that up by the next seven months. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's how much longer you have to go? Seven months? Seven months, one week, two days. Wow. So you're, you're, uh, you're a human calculator, basically. Kind of. You have that stuff all worked out. Um, and uh, so it sounds to me like you have some skills yep. that would be useful in the workforce. Yep. I could have actually worked for Best Buy like last fall, but then I had too many classes, so I couldn't... like. I have enough employable skills where I could feel like comfortable enough to drop out and just get a job. Okay, but, but I gotta you would finish this bullshit. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's worth it. You get a better uh, job. You get a little better job. Like maybe two dollars an hour or more. Okay, maybe two dollars, but the two dollars adds up. Yeah, two dollars adds up. And I'm hoping like as soon as possible I can get out of an actual job and just get some sort of comedy job. But that's probably not going to happen for a while. Yeah, that takes a little working. Yeah. I understand that some. You know, I, I I know a few comedy people. I would say, if I weren't in this situation where the comedy uh, community has shunned me completely, <laughs> I would say I could give you a little in, but I really can't, because nobody's, nobody's having it with me. So, But I do know some comedy people, some of them successful, some of them not successful. You just, you have to give it a shot. You go give it a shot. Yeah, did you see uh, Quincy Jones when he was here a couple weeks ago? No, I didn't. So the reason I got into comedy was like I wanted to do something in the entertainment industry since I was like 19. Like I got really depressed. Just, uh, I just want to clarify to the listener that you're not talking about Grammy-winning uh, composer no. Quincy Jones. You're talking about the comedian. Wait, there's Quincy another Quincy Jones? Jones? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, there is. There is a <laughs> Grammy-winning composer and musician quincy jones he's well into his 80s now. no and that's definitely not the quincy jones not the quincy jones you're talking about no. you're talking about the young 20 something comedian quincy jones yeah right okay all right <laughs> continue so i was like really depressed when i was 19 and i was like watching all these like youtube videos on time i actually i'm so sheltered from my indian parents that i didn't know who dave Chappelle, bill burr louis ck uh john mulaney and so many other people were until I was 19. Oh, wow. Yeah. You so, didn't find out about any of that stuff. Because I was like really depressed. I was looking up. I just searched comedy on YouTube. And, and, then, and that's how you found out? Yeah. You just looked it up? And so like ever since then, I wanted to like... So what made you want to look up comedy in the first place? What made you interested? Because I feel like if you're depressed, then like comedy will make you feel better. So that It does work that way sometimes. And it works right. so well that I wanted to be a comedian myself, but I was like too much of a pussy to actually try anything, and I was 19, so I couldn't go in any oh, bars. Right. Of course, you're too young. You're and, too young at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. But luckily, point. I turned 21 last year, and then I saw Sam Minaj's Homecoming King special, and that was like super cool. Like I, I never related to a comedy who's, thing that who's, much. Uh, who's special? Uh, Hassan Minaj. He's oh, an okay. Indian comedian on okay. the Daily Show. All right. I, I know who that is. I just didn't, didn't catch the... When you said it. Uh, so so you saw that special. Yeah. And that made you want to get into comedy, huh? Yeah, it got me really motivated. So like, mm-hmm. I decided like in May last year that I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just searched Asheville Comedy in Google, and I found the Southern and everything. Comes right up when you do that. Yeah. it's under Asheville Comedy. Except it's like a really weird like 90s website. It so is. I didn't know if it was actually going on. So mm-hmm. I decided to just go on. Uh, July 12th was the first time I ever went there just to watch. Right. And then July 19th, I went up and did it for the first time last year. Wow. Well, good for you. Yeah, it feels like a second birthday. Like, I had that day memorized. Uh, good for you. So you, it's, your, it's your comedy birthday. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. I, do, I had a comedy birthday, but I don't remember what it was. I have to go back and think about that. 
because uh, I did comedy for the first time. Uh, would have been 2011, 2011. Hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, that was back in the semi-old days. And, yeah, it's uh, weird how, like, 2009 is nine years ago. It feels so old. It's weird. It's really weird. <laughs> think about it for you, but think about it for me. I was born in 1975, and, uh, boy... 2009 was just like that. <laughs> it was just last week to me. But it was that was a whole nine years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Oh, yeah, and uh, I forgot to mention, like, the whole point of the story was, uh, so Quincy Jones was here Quincy a couple Jones, weeks ago. And then, uh, so he asked me and a couple other comedians at the open mic I host on Mondays, the early bird mic at the Haywood Lounge. Quincy Jones it. asked you to do that? Oh, no. I was going to say, because he doesn't, he, he's not from here. <laughs> Well, he just happened to show up to the oh, open mic, and right. then he did an hour. Wow. Yeah, that was great. He like, kept a cool. hold of five people laughing for an hour. Five people? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. And so after his little uh, hour open mic special, he mm-hmm. like asked the comedians who their favorite comics were, and I told them Bill Burr, Hassan Minaj, and Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. And then he tells me he knows Hassan Minaj. Mm. And so he gets his phone out, and then he starts like pl- recording this video, and I'm just freaking the fuck out. And then he sends it to Hassan Minaj. The next day at the auditorium, he shows me that he replied to me. So wow. Hassan Minaj has seen my face now. Hey, hey, there you it's go. Like connections and stuff. That's that's the beauty of comedy, especially that I found, is that uh, with the exception of when you um, reveal all everyone's dirty secrets on stage, like I did, which <laughs> is why I've been completely shunned from the comedy community. If you don't do that, then you actually can make friends with really nice comedians from all over the country, all over the world, and they're all really, well, most of them are really nice. Yeah, like, I don't think I've met any, like, bad people in comedy. Like, they're all just the nicest people I've ever met. Right. There are some, yeah, and you I, will meet them. Louis C.K. I don't, I'll never want to meet him. You probably won't meet him, <laughs> so don't worry about that. But um, you will uh, run into a few baddies, but for the most part, People are pretty yeah. nice. People are pretty nice. Yeah, I feel like uh, every, or like at least half the bad comedian people were like on uh, comedy complaints on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. Yeah. I mean, there are there are people who think they're comedians, and then there are comedians. People who think they're comedians like to complain about how they never get any stage time and how no one uh, ever laughs at their jokes, and that's because they're not funny. I feel like I'm not going to say any names, <laughs> but I know. Maybe one or two people like that. Right. It happens. It happens. You know, some people, you know, they really uh, think that they have what it takes to be a really uh, good comedian, and they go out there and they give it a shot, and uh, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I'm really, gra- I'm really glad I failed, like, physics in my first engineering class in freshman year, because, like, then I just got super motivated to get better at those, and that got me, like, in the mindset of failing doesn't really matter, because you're going to do better again. Yeah, and that's so, like, true. Just that helped me a whole lot for comedy. Yeah, absolutely. That's the whole that's the whole trick behind comedy. It's like you just, you know, if it doesn't work, you just try again or you tweak it, you do a little, you know, you try to figure out a new angle and yep. then you give it another shot and see if it works. It's it's all trial and error. Trial and error. Yeah, I tried to tell my parents that like I wouldn't do bad grades after I started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Like the, they were worried I would like just tank completely. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I did, but you, did. you can definitely see that, but I'm not ever going to tell them that. No, of course yeah. not. <laughs> no, you can't tell them that because that would be uh, revealing too much information to parents, which is Wait, not do, what you want to do. I actually, 
I kind of look forward to it now. Like, it's you just do? fun to see how they react because I don't care what they think of me anymore. Oh, okay, <laughs> I see. So you have a you have a, a, a do you have a relationship with your parents? Do you have a yeah. you have is it my family is like a favorite people? Oh, they are. Yeah. So you have a close relationship with your family. Yeah, that's why I felt comfortable not, enough to tell them in the first place. Right. So you're you're not you don't have like an adversarial relationship. No. I mean, sometimes, but that's just like on and off. That doesn't really yeah. change anything. Right, right. Well, that's good. Well, good. You seem to be a pretty well-rounded young uh, man. Thanks. Yeah. Well, good for you. So, um, let's see here. So, we talked about where you're uh, from, from the Raleigh area. Yep. And what was what was it like growing up in Raleigh? So, since I'm Indian, like this is just most. Asian people, but Indians especially, like we're all extremely sheltered by our parents uh-huh. since birth. I see. And I know Asheville better than my home city that I've lived in for 17 years. Oh, so the only like tiny tidbit I know about Raleigh is from going to high school, mm-hmm. and we had a very like strange. It was actually diverse, which is kind of why I say strange because I'm not used to diversity anymore because of Asheville. <laughs> right. But we had like a a lot of so homo homophobia was kind of a thing uh, in my high school. Uh-huh. And I didn't really, like, I didn't know anyone that was LGBTQ uh-huh. until I went to college. Right. And there was this giant fight in the cafeteria. Like, this big gay guy and this other really big, probably in a gang guy, oh, just, wow. like, slapped the gay guy's food out of his tray and then landed on the floor. And there was this giant fight. Oh, wow. And, like, the police came. There's pepper spray. Like, people were just going crazy. Who? And this was all while I had braces, so I was just cleaning my retainers the entire time. And I didn't know what was going on until I walked outside. You had no idea? Yeah, there's an orange haze in the cafeteria, like through little glass windows that they an have. Orange haze? What was the orange? The pepper from? spray. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't realize it turned orange. Oh, well, that's, that sounds pretty intense. Yeah. And then it got even worse. Like, some other, probably also in a gang person, like, smashed the vice princip- one of the vice principal's heads into the glass window in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. That was terrifying. I was there that time. And then we got an email probably my senior year that there was crack and a gun in someone's locker. <laughs> okay. And then there was other probably... So that's nice. Yeah, smaller little so you had, city things. Yeah, one of those little little city things. Yeah. Yeah, the crack and the gun in the locker. I mean, there's other... I mean, in addition to that, there's probably smaller things I don't remember. Sure. Well, see, I grew up in a small town where stuff like that didn't happen that often, although it did. Don't get me wrong; it happened, but just not maybe not as often as big city. Um, but there was still a lot of homophobia, a lot of uh, racism that went on in my town, and uh, I was happy to leave when I did because it wasn't for me; wasn't the right place for me. Yeah, I never really got even exposed to racism until like seventh grade, middle school. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And That's then like interesting. it just happened like one time in seventh grade, then nothing else until I graduated high school. And now I'm in Asheville, and that's just like a regular everyday thing. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's not great here when it yeah. comes to racism. We have a problem where we sort of uh, have have uh, segregated our racism. Our racism. What do you into, mean? Well, not not segregated, but but people are segregated. Oh yeah, in this town, very much so. It's a very. Uh, like, uh, there, there's a lot of income inequality in this town, a lot of job inequality, and then there's racial inequality as well. And it's uh, problematic, to say the least. Mm. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Or would you agree? Because maybe I'm wrong. I see homeless people when I'm walking down the streets, but that 
I'm in college all the time. Right. So I don't really know too much. Right. You're sort of on the outskirts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, just uh, just so you know, and uh, it may not matter to you, because it sounds like you have uh, other ideas um, once you finish school. Yep. You're headed, you're headed upward and outward. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago. All right. Well, that'll be exciting. That is a very diverse city. I yeah, grew I up for that. I grew up in the Midwest and spent a little time in Chicago myself, and uh, it's a it's a it's a cool city. It's yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Looked up on. a lot of stuff about it, and there's like this one like avenue somewhere in Chicago where there's like a giant southeast or South Asian community. Oh yeah. And then there's also this uh, Indian like a uh, volunteer clinic. Oh. I want to be a part of that someday. Oh, you want to work with them? My dad's a doctor, and I'm too scared of all those disgusting body things. Needles and blood. And yeah. yeah. But I still want to like help a doctor thing someday. Oh, that'd be cool. So volunteer would probably work out well. That sounds like a great idea. Well, good for you. Man, you you seem to have it all together. Yeah. Uh, I like to plan I, out things like way in advance. That's a good idea, because otherwise you don't know, you know, you might get... Uh, um, uh, yeah, might end up like me, living in the woods, you know? And you don't want to do that. It's crazy to think, like, just a year ago today, I was imagining myself as a successful VR computer scientist 10 years from now. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not fun. It's not fun? No. To do that? It's The end result is very fun. Uh-huh. But the sitting hunchback over a computer for 24 hours a day coding in a oh, cubicle... Yeah. It's not fun at all. Yeah, no, I I used to do that kind of stuff. Not not so much that, but web development and uh, and graphic design stuff. And let me tell you, it's it's tough on your body. Oh yeah, it break you you break down. You get it's not good for you. You need to be out there moving, doing things. Yeah, just in the last few weeks, I've gotten noticeably like visibly and just like physically unhealthier. Mm-hmm. It, it can happen. It can definitely happen. You have to be very aware when you're working in those kind of fields because otherwise, boy, oh, boy, let me tell you. Ooh. I got super sick last uh, November. For the last two months of the year, I lost my voice. Mm. Like I was just dead tired the entire time. Mm-hmm. So I had this big computer science project that I couldn't go to open mics because I was sick. So I figured I might as well just work on that. So for five days straight, I did nothing but code and eat and sleep. Ooh. And that, that took awful. a giant toll. That sounds awful. Yeah. That sounds really terrible. Uh yeah, don't do that anymore. You're you're a young person. You should be out enjoying life. Yeah, I can't wait. Sitting in front of a screen, just like three or four days from now, semester's over. Then I got a three week break before summer classes. I'm actually gonna be like in shape for a few weeks, and then good. it all goes to shit again. Good for you. You do you do that. You you just you know stand up every once in a while. That's all I'm saying. Stand up, stretch out like a stand up comic. Ah, see, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, it's time for us to take a break. When we come back. From this break, we're going to play a couple of games. Ooh. And these games, let me just tell you, they're kind of important to you. You should keep it, you should think about them All right. ahead of time. You know, you're a planner, so yep. plan them out. We play these games, they decide whether or not you get to leave. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> just, uh, just keep that in mind. Okay, we'll be right back after this. And we're back with the only option on the internet. I am here with Sahil, and we are about to play some games. Neat. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. So these games, uh, I don't want to f- spook you. I don't want you to be too concerned, but they're kind of important. All right. They do decide whether or not you get to leave. What if I get to stay? 
if you get to stay, well, um, basically you just hang out with me for another couple of weeks. No you know, more college? In the woods. Yeah, you're done with college. No more buying groceries? Yeah. You, no more just cleaning my apartment? Dumpster diving in the woods. I might just bomb these on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Um, let me just, let me just give you right up front. It's not a lot of fun. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you that probably college life is probably better. No. Yeah, probably is. Probably is. At least you have regular meals. Oh, college food is the worst. It's not worse than dumpster food. Let me just tell you. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, let's just play the games and we'll, we'll see how it goes. The first game, uh, is called the movie game. All right. And this game, I give you the title of a movie, and then you just tell me what the movie's about. Pretty simple. Um, now, I'm going to tell you that uh, these are not movies you've ever heard of, because I'm just making them up. Oh. They're not real movies. Shit. <laughs> so you thought you were going to like, oh, maybe I'll know the movie and I can tell you the plot. <laughs> You're not going to know. You're never going to know. Okay, so this movie is called Candles. Of the Sahara. So I gotta make a plot about you that? You gotta make up a plot about that movie. Candles of the Sahara. So you got these two European colonizers and they got lost and they're walking through the desert and then uh, they have nothing but wax. So they're, just, like, they're just wax shippers and they gotta like, find these slaves. And it is a choice, by the way. Okay. For, so the- <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I know what you're talking about. All right. So. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a very, uh, timely reference, um, that may not hold up later. Hopefully, I hopefully it will not hold up later. He's a moron. He's, he's terrible. Uh, we're talking about, uh, um, uh, what's his face? Kanye West. Kanye, thank you. Um, he said some really, really stupid, horrible things and, uh, we all wish he would just go away. It's weird how money turns you into a white person. It does. It really does. Like back in you know 2004. What, you know what makes you a white person is money. Probably. If you don't if you're a white person without money, you're just a person. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get money, that's when you turn into a white person. It's kind of like my dad's a doctor and it's like weird how disconnected he is uh-huh. from See? Like the real world, kind yep. of. That's it. That's it. Also, exactly. hope my dad never listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he won't. Uh, but uh, yeah, that my my parents have these friends who um, who uh, were very you know working class. They you know they worked in um, they worked in the uh, industry. Actually, they were stri- they uh, cleaned parking lots and and stuff <laughs> like that. That was their work, and and they were. Very sweet, nice, kind people, always helping out others and always looking out for other people. And then their son won $14 million in the lottery. Whoa. And they became huge assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens to you when you get money. I mean, I, if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't spend it all. I'd just, like, never work again. Right. Yeah, you don't have to. You, you just, uh, you know, invest it wisely. Yeah. And then uh, do good things. Yeah. Volunteer your time. That's like, what you do. You don't need to keep working or whatever. You just do good things. Yeah, it's really like Kanye, like, in 2004 with the hurricane and everything, like, whole, like, Bush hates black people, or Bush hates black people, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, that seemed normal. Like, he was not as famous or wealthy probably back then. Probably not. And then now, he's like, 
love everybody, love Trump. Mm. You can't do that with bad people. No, no, bad people. You can't. You can't love them. You can. You can uh, forgive them of their badness. You can't forget it. Yeah, but you can forgive them. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Could but, you forgive ISIS? I no, not not <laughs> as a, not as a collective group, but yeah. I, I, but individuals in ISIS, I can forgive individuals in ISIS because yeah. they're you know they're brainwashed, manipulated people. Yeah, it's kind of sad, really. Like it is. There's sad. this video of this like 14 year old kid who used to be a normal person, then he got captured, and then he's like just insane now. Right, right, because you know your your mind has been has been wiped and it's been. Filled with a bunch of lies. Yeah. Sad. It's very sad. See, that's what I mean. Even Donald Trump in, in his own way is kind of sad. Oh, he's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a sad person. But uh, it doesn't mean you forget what he did. Yeah, no, no way. No, or what he's doing currently. You don't forget any of those. Yeah, that was weird. Like, at least one... He did one good thing, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. the whole bombing the Syrian chemical plants. And I'm, I don't know if that's like true but the news said it was like no injuries at all yeah so. well i don't know if it's true or not i i would just say that it was all for show and it didn't really do anything i don't, i want to hope it did something mm-hmm. i don't really think it made a lot it's just of i want to try so hard to like at least give him a chance because he's like kind of the leader of the free world but. yeah i think we've given him a chance i think he's yeah. had a year <laughs> and he's <laughs> done a terrible job yeah and so maybe his chance is over that's kind of how I feel about it. I think he had his chance. I'm trying to be optimistic. Oh well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I you know to be fair, uh, we don't, at this point we don't have any reason to get him out of office. So I guess we have to live with it until he's. It's crazy he's gone. how much stuff has happened that would impeach pretty much every other president that's ever been oh, president. Of course, of but course. But he's just staying in there, and it's all because of uh, you know his party is in power at the moment. So yeah, they can they can you know. Keep him around as long as they want until the party changes, which hopefully it will. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of huge change by at least this November, three years from now. I hope so. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe it'll be good if Russia or China just takes us over. Like, they're pretty efficient. China's good. Like, they got the whole giant population down. Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm going to say no to that. (laughs) I'm going to say maybe China doesn't have everything down. They have a few human rights issues in China. A little, uh, a little, just a just a smidge, just a, sm- a little bit of smudge. animal abuse, a little bit of smog. Yeah, yeah, they got some problems. So maybe we don't, we don't. Uh, it's a good fresh start for them. Maybe we just uh, work with a democracy. <laughs> just work on this particular democracy we have here right now, and maybe make it better. Democracy air quotes. <laughs> right. Currently, we're working within a pseudo democracy. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll get back to full democracy yeah. soon. I'm working. I'm 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 holding out hope for that. Anyway, back to the, the movie <laughs> game. I'm glad we went off on track. that tangent. Uh, so uh, how do how did, uh so uh, <laughs> let's see. So there's these candle shippers, candle shippers walking through the desert. They got the lost. Desert. They got trying lost. to find some slaves. Okay, and then it becomes nighttime and it's freezing right. cold because like in the Mars and everything, like it gets super cold at night. Right. and that's kind of like Mars because it's a desert. Right, exactly. And so they gotta light their candles, and then uh, they're secret gay lovers. <laughs> oh, so it's sort of a broke Mac Mountain kind of thing. Yeah, I, I've seen that for sure. <laughs> 
Is that really that old that you wouldn't have seen it? I guess not. I guess so. Maybe. I, I guess know. it's too old. <laughs> when did it come out? Uh, probably about 2007 or yeah, something like I that. Yeah, I was 11 years old. Okay, yeah, it's too old. <laughs> it's so hard talking to young people. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's the movie. Yep. They're just gay lovers in the desert. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It sounds nice. It sounds really nice. And then sort of Noah's Ark story. comes and then saves them. Noah's Ark yeah. comes home. That's a real twist. <laughs> wow, you spoiled the whole ending of the movie. That was a Well, it's the plot. I got to go I with know, the plot. I know, it's the whole plot. You're absolutely right. It's the whole plot. Well, good. I think that sounds like a really interesting movie. Maybe that's my first writing career, my first, yeah, portfolio thing. There you go. You should put that in your uh, put that in your portfolio. Who <laughs> <laughs> wrote a script? <laughs> I wrote a treatment. You wrote a treatment. You didn't write a full script. It's a treatment. What's a treatment? That's when you write like the plot and everything for uh, a movie, and then they, you know, they say, uh, "Yeah, that sounds good. Write the script." Or, "No, that stinks. Come up with something else." <laughs> that's treatment. Yeah, I learned something today. There you go. Okay. Um, okay, well, let's uh, give you another uh, movie then. Let's How go. about that? You ready to go? Okay. This movie uh, is entitled Electric Blues. Electric Blues. There's so many things I could do with that. Oh, yeah, there's so much you could do with that. So, these uh, gay lovers. <laughs> of course. There seems to be a pattern <laughs> in your movies. Uh okay, <laughs> so are you go- you're gonna go with that? These gay lovers in the 1920s are also blues musicians, so there's racism everywhere. Of course, and then uh, they discover electricity. <laughs> they discover electricity. I don't know what electricity was made. Electricity was definitely discovered before the 1920s. Well, they remake it. They rediscover it. <laughs> they rediscover. They use uh, quantum protons from the study in 1927. Okay, and then they. Uh, shrink to ant-man size okay and they get lost in the quantum space and they played blues through all the racist years yeah <laughs> they played blues in as tiny little uh quantum they affect the quant the qubits that's what they're uh, called the qubits. qubits oh okay and then they uh they put little jazz code in the <laughs> qubits and then it goes in the racist ears and then and they, they, they scream and die Oh, they scream and die. It yes. doesn't change their minds no. about racism. They, it just murders happens. them. It just murders them. Yes. That's not true, actually. Some people some people are racist, and then they learn to not be racist. I mean, it definitely can happen. I don't think it happens too often. It doesn't happen often enough, that's yeah. for sure. That's a good point. All right. Um, well, that's uh, <laughs> very similar to the to the original <laughs> I'm movie. not good at improv. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, then, let's move on to the next uh, part of the quiz. Okay. How about that? And these are the three questions. Now, these three questions um, will determine whether or not you get to leave. Oh, geez. So, think hard. Think hard about these because they're important. Okay? All right. Give it some thought. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Okay. What is your favorite food? Uh oh. See, I eat to survive. Okay. So this is actually difficult. No, but this is like you've had food that was good though, right? Chocolate? Is that too chocolate vague? Chocolate is chocolate is a little vague, but I'll I'll give it to you. Kit Kats. Kit Kats. Okay, so that's your favorite food of all time, Kit Kats. Yes. You just love that uh, crispy. I eat cookie whole wafer. four at once. What? How do you do that? You just like put it in your mouth and eat the whole four bar at once. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I thought People you were like you stuff the entire package into your mouth all at once. I tried that once. It hurt. Yeah, it would. 
<laughs> it gets too big for your mouth. You can't do that. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Kit Kats, you say? Yep. That's your favorite food of all time? I just live off Kit Kats on an okay. island forever. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. Um, oh. The answer is tacos. Shit. You know what? I keep telling people, listen to the show ahead of time. I know I, know I kidnapped you and everything, but I'm just, I'm just putting it out there for everybody. It's always tacos. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, just say tacos. Taco Bell gives me indigestion. Ah, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I don't usually go for Taco Bell tacos anyway. I like uh, the White Duck tacos. Oh, I hate good. those. So you much. hate White Duck tacos? I ate there. Maybe it was because it was like closing time. Oh, yeah. Don't go at closing time. Yeah. Don't go anywhere at closing time. It's always the worst food then. Probably that's what did it. Yeah. Probably so. White Duck tacos is pretty good. Um, there's also. Um, uh, uh, Billy, what is it called? Billy Goat Tacos. That's sounds familiar. It's, Maybe? it's it's over in West Asheville. It's like near um near the uh the New Belgium Brewery and uh, so something Billy Tacos. Billy something Tacos. Okay. Uh, and they're really good. They're very tasty. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been there. That like the huge beer factory near the river. Yes, the big one. Yeah, I keep seeing my friends' Snapchats because they have lives, but. Uh-huh. I never got a chance to go there I've yet. Never gone there. It's it's good. It's it's fine. You'll be fine. You know what? Beer, it's fine. Just if you want to go to a brewery, there's lots of them. That's one of them. So, are we allowed to fine. swim on that river? No. Uh, I mean, you yes, but no. That's yes, disgusting. you could, but no. <laughs> mm, no. You can uh, get on a paddle boat or something. Who's calling me? And you're wondering, how do I get phone service? Well, just just don't worry about that. Those raccoon antennas. The raccoon antennas. That's how I get phone service. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. So tacos was the answer. You got that one. Ah, it's shit. okay. You still got two more questions to go. It's not a, it's not, all is not lost. All right. You have, you have another chance. Okay. Question number two. If you had any superpower, what would it be? Flight. That was the easy one. Flight. Okay. But why? Because I wanted to do aerospace engineering when okay. I first went to college, and it turns out college is bullshit, and they teach you a lot of useless bullshit before uh-huh. you get to aerospace, so I just yeah. dropped I out of that. I wish you had asked me about this, because I went to college, I could have told you about the useless bullshit. I wish I knew that before I applied. That would be yeah. nice. Well, here's the, here's the whole trick behind it, is just do it anyway. Yeah. Because you got to get through it. Because the world is it. also bullshit, you need a degree to get any kind of job. Yeah, exactly. Just get the degree and get out of there. Yeah. Just get the degree and get out of there. That's all. Seven that months, two weeks, one day. One yeah. week, two days. One week, two days. Exactly. Like I Seven watched months, a, one week, two Iron days. Man. I think that was like the whole inspiration behind it. Like Batman and Iron Man, because like there's like Iron Man flies obviously, and then Batman's right. just like the best person ever. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. he makes all these super cool flying things. Yes, he has a lot of cool flying stuff. And like he glides through the air in the video games. Mm-hmm. That's just I want to like experience that someday. Like there's also wingsuits and everything. I want to do that too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I think you got that. I'm going to give you a check mark on that one. Yeah, that was good. Flying is flying's a really good answer. Flying's a really good answer. Also, a lot of people say invisibility. Those people are creeps. Yeah, That's, they are. They're all creeps. All right, um, uh, this is the final question. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, don't get too scared. Uh, the final question is, and this is very important. What do you think of me? Mm. You're super neat. Ah! Hey. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, is that really what you mean? Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'll take that. How do you? But I, I do want you know. Uh, I do want to get a real, true uh, beat on on how you really feel about this situation because it's a uh, you know it's a little awkward. Me with the, the whole kidnapping kidnap. and all that stuff. It's a good Facebook story. It is a good Facebook story. That's a good point. Um, yeah. That's true. Get a lot of likes it's on Instagram. Good, yes, absolutely. Well, maybe not so much Instagram. I'm not going to allow you to take po- photographs. But, uh-huh. uh, but I'll take a photograph. How about that? I'll take a photograph after the show, and then sure, and then you can put that one on Instagram. How about that? All those likes. Okay. Um, all right. I think you won. I think that's a. I think that is a. I'm gonna let you go. Yay, freedom! Yay, you did it. It was a choice. It was a choice. <laughs> oh God! Fuck, God, it was. Uh, you really had to bring it down at the end, didn't you? <laughs> Good job. Good job. God. I love dark humor. Damn, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I do have one last question, actually, right. before we wrap it up. Um, do you have anything to plug? And and mind you. That this is going to come out not this coming Wednesday, but the next Wednesday. Okay. So there's uh, the early bird open mic I host every Monday. We really could use some audience members for that. Right. That's uh, that's uh, over at the Haywood Lounge. Yep. Haywood Lounge on uh, Haywood Road, mm-hmm. not Street. Yes. Not Haywood Street, Haywood Road. Haywood Street is downtown. Haywood Road is in it's West Africa. from 7, usually goes to like 8, 8.15. Uh-huh. And sign up for comics is six thirty. All right, that's. I'm. I'm just gonna say, as much as I love this concept, and uh, I think you're a great guy, um, that's way too early for yeah. me. Like, it's too early. I mean, I just like it was a good hosting thing. I need to get better at hosting, so I mm-hmm. asked Melissa if I could do it when uh, Kira left. Mm-hmm. So I figured that would have been a good opportunity. No. I've gotten a lot better at hosting. I think, like yeah. marginally at least. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure you do a great job, and I, I really uh, wish you the best. And I hope that, that that open mic works out. Just putting it out there. It's too early. It might just not happen after I leave Asheville. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think anyone else would host it. It's possible. Um, okay. Um, uh, so is that pretty much it, the, the open mic? Yep. Go out to the open mic. You know what? I, I, I don't want to be too negative about this. It's a good opportunity for people to get out there and do some do some stand up and then something to look forward it. to on a Monday. Yeah, absolutely. Go on out there. I'm not going to be there because <laughs> it's too early. But you should go out there and enjoy yourself because you probably have different hours than what I than what I yeah. have. Um, okay, well, uh, Sahil, it, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for kidnapping me. Oh, you're very welcome. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to chloroform you again and put uh, you in the back of my van and take you to an undisclosed location and just dump you there. Yippee. And then you have to figure out how to get home, okay? I got Google Maps. That's uh, good. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay, um, so we'll be back next time with another guest that I've kidnapped. So uh, we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. See ya.